If you can't remember to smile, I can't. Okay. That's part of the sati. Can you remember to smile? No, I couldn't on those two days. So you can't. So you're saying that you can see the uh, the unwholesome thoughts, but you're not waking them up. You're not waking up to them, rather. I mean, I see them, but I you but see I, them, but I you see to... them with the same old eyes. Yes. You see them with the same child eyes that you've always seen through them. Yeah. That's not sati. Okay, because sati is the waking up so that we can see it as it is with discernment. Mm -hmm. And put together that you're not a little girl anymore. You're a big grown lady. In and fact, I've been busted for using the weighty because that's too grown up. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, you know, getting older and realizing I don't actually have the potential I thought I had. So that bums me out. And then when All I try right. to, I, I don't know how to make this wholesome because when I just, I don't know what to change it to. I, I don't know what to do with it. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and add our friend. see if she answers okay so let's remember to smile until she answers so that you'll have a smile when she does okay so anyway what we were having uh to talk about is your your you're saying that you now are claiming you don't know how to be happy that in yeah. fact you were using it the, the thought that i came up with was you can't teach an old dog new tricks and you're seeing yourself as an old dog now yeah all right yeah. guess what we don't want to tr teach you new tricks we want you to become a puppy again you already been through the puppy phase so you know how to be a puppy okay all right you were a little kid before you were trained in the methods that you live now you were a little kid that had joy every child is joyful every child loves to play the number one thing that a child does when they're too 18 months is learn to play mm -hmm. right do you remember that time for yourself do you have any old memories of the time when you were a little good little girl yeah i do okay you do uh-huh when you said you do i noticed a little smile yeah i do i remember playing when i was younger okay can you remember it with relish? I mean, it makes In other me words, sad. can you remember how you felt when you were playing as a little girl? Not that well. Well, can you enjoy thinking about how good you realize that she did feel, even if you can't feel that good right now? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, okay, there that little smile is again. Yeah. All right, so let's practice with that. Let's keep going with it. So you know that this little girl, once upon a time, had joy in her life. Yeah. Yeah, she played with her toys. She learned to walk. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of little toys did you play with back then? Dolls and, you know, fake house stuff like now I'm seeing a bigger smile. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so you remember one of the dolls. 
Yeah. How about stuffed animals, stuffed toys? Yeah. Teddy bear. How old is that one? Oh, this one's like, uh, gosh, maybe seven years old. Okay. Did Does it remind you of one that you had when you were two years old? Yeah. All right. So we're going to be using that. What's his name? Polar bear. Huh? Polar, Polar bear. bear. This is his name. Okay. Too. He's a bear. Yeah. Yeah. He's a teddy bear polar style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to play with the bear. Uh -huh. The polar bear. He's our yeah. friend. Yeah. So every time that you see that polar bear, you're going to remember him as your friend. Okay. And that this bear has all the knowledge of how good you felt when you played with the other bear, uh -huh. polar bear number one, uh -huh. who was there when you were having so much fun. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. So you have a polar bear now. Mm -hmm. You have something to remember, to remind yourself that you could feel okay now. You could feel the way that you felt when you were a little girl, or at least the way you remember that she felt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when I do that, a lot of bad memories come up with it. Well, and as soon as they do, you'll push those right back out again and stay with the memories of the good times. This is the whole point is, yes, the old memories, because you spent so much time remembering the old bad memories. And it's time for you to stop. Okay. And start thinking about the best times that did happen. Okay. That you're. Yeah, because it was all a mix. And here you have chosen the dark side of the mix rather than the bright side of the mix. Yeah, yeah. But since it was a mix, you're doing the choosing, and you're doing the choosing every moment. You choose what to put in your mind. I mean, I've spent a lot of years in therapy about childhood stuff, and that mm -hmm. brings up all the negative stuff. And now I'm worried I'm too mired in the negative to fix it ever. Right. Well, the, uh, the therapist should have, in fact, worked with you on that. Therapists know all about this stuff. They call it psychological archaeology, but many of the therapists use it in the sense of trying to find the villain. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they often do. That in fact, one of my jokes is, is that um, this psychopath got uh, ordered into uh, psychotherapy from the court. And there he is in his psychotherapy session. Mm -hmm. And um, he has to uh, do this psychological uh, stuff. Uh, and meanwhile, he's already identified as uh, and calls himself an asshole. And so um, he gets into her memory with the psychologist is that, oh, he got a spanking when he was four years old. He got a really, really big spanking. And ever since then, he's been this asshole. Mm -hmm. And so he and the psychotherapist say, yeah, that's it. That's that was the trauma that caused all of this. Mm -hmm. OK. But neither one of them figured out that maybe he got a spanking because he was being an asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In other words, they may have not been digging deep, deep enough. They came to a conclusion and it didn't even help. So what's the point of the psychological archaeology if it's not going to be doing the repair that needs to be done? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I have improved over the years, but I've also become really negative. Well, that's an improvement, huh? That That's not an improvement, no. <laughs> that's not one of the improvements. <laughs> okay. If you don't mind, I've got a puppy that wants to play and is biting both my fingers and my toes. I think you've already seen her. It's 
here she is. This is Panda. Hi, Panda. And Ew, she is really feisty so right now. She is really feisty. See, there she goes starting to bite again. So I'm going to go put the, put her down. I'll be right back. Okay. So I put her down on the floor and closed the door. <laughs> As opposed to just putting her down. That's not the way that I expected it to come out, but I heard what happened. She's so, really cute. Uh, yeah, she's uh, growing into eight weeks now. And that uh, I'm the only one in the house that really plays with her. And so she gets really feisty and so i'll take the teddy bears or the um uh some cloth or something and play with her very strenuously because she needs to do that but in fact i originally thought that she was a um a jack russell terrier the terrier is really strong but in fact i think she's more <laughs> i i think of her now as a rat terrier because she really calls she really digs i mean she's very very active little puppy so, um, the, when I see puppies like this, it actually reminds me of all the uh, human childhood stages. Dogs go through the same stages as, as humans do, just a little more rapidly. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, uh, she's, um, she's in that heavy oral stage right now. Yeah. Which for humans is when the kid will put anything in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in any case, I can understand that uh, that the approach that we're taking here, you've actually been down that way and had some lack of success with it. Yeah, but recently, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, we can, in fact, uh, use that still to capitalize on the fact that you know that you have felt good in your past and so that you're actually now rediscovering something that you already have as opposed to an old dog trying to learn a new trick okay okay this is yeah. an important point that the archaeological uh psychological archaeology that you've done only dug up things that um let us say might belong in a museum but they're not golden yet that we have it struck gold yeah and what do i mean by that the delight of a child yeah allow yourself to become delighted yeah i want that back well all you have to do is start allowing yourself to feel it because you already know how to feel delighted here. You're all getting sad. Oh, poor me. I, I used to have yeah. it and now I've lost it. But I feel like I don't deserve it because I haven't achieved anything important. Well, you don't have to achieve anything other than being delighted. How how much achievement did you have to do to feel delighted in the first place? Nothing. Okay, so now you have permission to do nothing and still feel delighted. In fact, you can feel robbed. I'd rather you feel robbed. Feel robbed instead of delighted? No, to feel robbed rather than feel like I have to get something that um, that I lost. But in fact, you weren't actually so much that you lost it. It's that you were robbed of it. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have to work hard to get it back. But all you could do is just reclaim your stolen property, which is right there in front of you. Okay. <laughs> and it's that easy. Okay. So say it's that easy. Is it that easy to just take a deep breath? And recognize it's okay to be delighted right now okay to be delighted right now uh-huh and i see just a hint of a smile 
Not as much as the smile that that we had when you talked about your dolls and your dollhouse. Yeah. Now there yeah. you go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dollhouse, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the dolls. It's the dolls and the dollhouse. Okay, so recognize right now that you have delight just thinking about it again. Okay. Yeah. That you can have delight. You've had it many times, and then you were told that you can't have it anymore. You were robbed yeah. of it. Not only robbed, but you have to pay a ransom to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how this society yeah. treats its children. I do feel that way. I, was, I have to pay ransom to get back joy. I have to achieve to feel happy. Uh -huh. And I don't, I don't deserve to feel happy if I don't achieve. Did you feel that way when you were in college? Yeah. Okay. Do you think that a lot of the students in college felt that way? Very possibly, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't tell you about it, but everybody went around feeling robbed. That's why they're in college. Is <laughs> their part? They're paying off the ransom. Yeah. Yeah. I I still feel like this is hard to do though, and I know that's a hindrance itself, but I still feel like it is hard. Well, that's the feeling. Yeah. Okay, that gives voice to the hard. All right. So let's look at the feeling itself. And then with investigation, you can recognize that the feeling itself is not necessarily attached to that negative language that we can in fact uh nourish ourselves oh poor baby you've been robbed yeah yeah we can begin to change our attitude from the anger of being robbed and know that you've got to pay the ransom back and you don't like that into being tender with yourself and recognize that, yeah, you've been robbed. But you're not going to get you're not going to get your joy and your d delight and your childhood um, feeling of being on top of the world. By paying the ransom, you've been paying the ransom all these years. And the ransom hasn't worked. At least it only works temporarily. This is, in fact, what the second noble truth is really all about. Is that we have been told, we've been lied to, to say that if you stomp out all the bad things that you don't like, and you gather up all the things that you do like, then you'll find happiness someplace in there. Yeah. And now you spend all your time grasping and clinging and getting or stomping things out and you're not enjoying doing that. You've come yeah. pretty good at it. So the question is, why don't you just continue to stomp out the bad things that you don't like, but do it with delight? Ha ha, I got you. Because now with that, we can begin to do it the Buddha's way is, aha, I see you, Myra. Aha, uh -huh, I got you. That in fact, what we're really talking about now is beginning to make friends with yourself on the inside. Yeah. I um, was trying to do that today. Like I would, you know, say, to, I see you, Mara. That's not true. But I would still cry. You still cried anyway. Did you enjoy the crying? Mostly not, no. There was like a moment where I did, but it was very Okay, well, let's go back and, and look at that moment, okay? okay? So there was actually a part of it that you actually enjoyed crying. So it's actually was not the uh, the crying itself that's the issue. It's okay. whether you were enjoying yourself when you were doing it or not. And there was a mix. Look at that, another mixed bag. Yeah, there was a moment where I got really into it, and it was very cathartic feeling. Um. That was short-lived, but yeah. 
Okay, so maybe then the purging that you're talking about is not so much a purge, is that when you change the pain into delight, that you actually enjoyed the purge. You let it all out because you could let it all out, and it felt good to let it all out. Yeah, because I was. But the real right. change was is that you let yourself feel good. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I wasn't supposed to cry, so it felt good to do it. Loudly. I could cry if I want. It's my party. I could cry, I if, cry I if I want to. I want to. Yeah. Who, who, yeah. who was that one? I don't. I don't Petula remember. Clark, baby. <laughs> but I, I tap danced to that song when I was like five or six, in a group. All right. Well, we've it's got a really. All right. So we've got an anchor for you now. That's your song. <laughs> okay. Okay. We need to start singing that song okay. whenever you feel like crying. Okay. Because you remember the dance and you remember that you cheered yourself up and you can cheer yourself up again with that song. Yeah. That I often talk to students about using music and mention a whole lot of tunes. This is the first time that I've used that one for obvious reasons. But I even uh, talk about the James Brown meditation. What's that? James Brown? Yeah, I know. I know James Brown, but what do you mean? You know that meditation? he danced all around the stage. He really enjoyed himself. Yeah. Right? And that not only that, but he was Al Sharpton's mentor. Some of the best aspects of Al Sharpton I can see because he got that from James Brown. And one of James Brown's songs is, I feel good. Oh, yeah. I can do I would. Yeah, so you smile. So that one will be another one for you. But it's my yeah. party and I can cry if I want to. And then the next song is, and I feel good. Yeah. So we can actually begin to remember and use these songs as anchors, or if you really, really want to get Hindu about it, we can use these songs as mantras. Yeah. Yeah, it's my party. I can cry if I want to. Yeah. And then yeah. you can go ahead and cry all you want to and enjoy the heck out of it. I feel good when I'm crying. Mm -hmm. So you can still cry, but be happy. Well, you said so yourself. Yeah, this is not my observation. It's your own. <laughs> this is your reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. All right. So it's your party. That's that's an important part. In fact, that's the important thing. Not only is it your party, you can do anything you want to, including not cry. You can uh, 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 squeal with delight. Yeah, I want less crying. All I right. Not, well, it's your party. I don't feel like I have that control, though, because I was. Well, we can start say... with this. My party. I can cry if I want to then. Okay. And let's start with at least you can cry. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, yeah, I all right. do that. <laughs> One little step at a time is my party and I can cry if I want to. Okay, yeah. Cry if I want to, die if I want to, I think <laughs> is the next line. <laughs> you would cry too if this happened to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Now you've got some joy. Let's use this joy mm -hmm. because you know that you have it. You had it when you danced at the age of five. So you yeah. hadn't lost it completely. You were probably better at it at the age of two, but even by the age of five, they hadn't stomped it out of you. Yeah. We, I did. I was the, I missed one of the classes. So I thought we were doing a little cheer at the end. And but then I was the only one who did it out of the whole troop because I'd missed All the right. class. <laughs> well, let me hear that it. cheer now. Woo! Woo! Okay, yeah. it's my party, and I can cry if I want to. <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right, so we've got some place to go with this now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That you can begin to change your mind. You can add things to it. This mm -hmm. we can use this as a mantra. The only question is, can you remember it to, to apply it with the same gusto that we're doing it today? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can. All right. In fact, you may want to start singing that song right out loud with a great big woo at the end. Mm -hmm. right Go now. ahead and put some put some effort into okay. it. Right, do it now. It's <laughs> my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. You, you would, would cry too if it happened to you. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. I can do that. All right. Well, this is the value of uh, of psychological archaeology mm -hmm. is not to go look what happened that caused all the trouble, but let's go back and recognize that it wasn't all trouble, that you did have something then that you won't give yourself now. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was happy a lot as a kid, actually, now that I think about it. <gasps> Wow, isn't that marvelous? You didn't yeah. want to think about it 30 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. No, yeah, because I spent so much time in therapy just talking about all the bad stuff. Right. You know why? Because the, the therapist is still thinking about all the bad stuff that happened to them. When they get over that, they can invite you into all the good stuff. Yeah. We have to do that one little thought at a time. Mm -hmm. And then we remember to wake up. Yeah. I, I feel like I, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of mindfulness today and Thursday while I was crying, but all of the wholesome thoughts, just they didn't stick. They felt, they felt like I was just lying to myself and mm -hmm. I just wanted to cry, I guess. Well, that's <laughs> okay. I cry too. I just felt like crying a lot. Yeah, I cry. Some of yeah, the most so I, beautiful yeah. music in the world is, I mean, there's nothing to do with it but cry. Especially uh, pieces like um, uh, Tchaikovsky's Sex Symphony, the Pathetique. I mean, the whole piece of music is disasters. You're supposed to cry. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. I do like to cry sometimes. Well, enjoy it then. Okay. Yeah, it's okay to I cry. Will. And enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. It hurts I, so bad, I, it feels good. I guess I felt like, I guess, I guess a part of me feels like it's not okay to cry, so I shouldn't be doing it. And then there's a conflict. Because I want to mm -hmm. cry, but then a part of me says, no, that's, you're a wimp. Stop being a wimp. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you've got a lot of rules. Do. Right. You've got a lot of shoulds. You've got a lot of standards that you have given yourself that you can't meet up to. Yeah. Funny how preachers do that to their audience at church. Yeah. The preachers will give the people rules and standards that they're supposed to live up to, but he doesn't have to. They go home and they teach those rules and those laws to their kids and tell the kids, you got to live up to all of these standards, but we don't have to. Uh, yeah, I was raised Catholic, so there were rules, rules for that, too. Mm hmm. Right. Well, guess what? This is called hypocrisy. Do as I say, don't do as I do. Then, in fact, in a way, that's what's wrong with Buddhism. Modern Western Buddhism would rather do as the Buddha did before he became enlightened, rather than following the instructions of actually how to do it. But when we are actually out there telling people, 
to secretly, I'm telling them, oh, even if I still get angry a lot, I'll tell people to don't get angry. Or uh, whatever the Christian preacher is is telling them. In other words, this is the uh, hypocrisy. The problem with hypocrisy is, is that even though we have been able to shovel this rule off onto someone else so that I don't have to keep it myself. I mean, these rules came, they say, from God. If the rule comes from God, that means that I've got to pass it on down. But along the way, I can not so much as touch it. <laughs> but the problem with that is, is that we always wind up feeling guilty for telling people to do things that we don't do ourselves. And so nobody then is free from the misery, whether they're following the rules or not. Yeah. Yeah. That in fact, those who follow the rules, uh, there's a word for it. Perhaps you've heard it before. It's called goody two shoes. Yeah. Okay. And a goody yeah. two shoes is one who follows all of the rules and they're still miserable. Yeah, I tried to follow all of the rules. I mean, I still do. All my rules. I try to follow all my rules, but then I just feel bad because I don't. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you learned those rules from someplace else. They left them around for you to pick up. Yeah. One In of the fact, rules many is... of them were shoved down your throat. <laughs> no, I know. Like, don't be happy till you achieve something. Unless mm -hmm. you achieve something, don't be happy. You don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And that was the messaging. Mm -hmm. Well, you have heard of the concept of sunyata. Or Sunyata. No, I don't know what that is, though. That's the Pali word that means emptiness or oh. nothingness. And that things are actually empty of meaning. They're empty of purpose. And it's humans that give purpose and meaning to things. And sometimes they try to make things really, really important by stories. But the reality is, is that there's really nothing to it. That in fact, this is a way of saying that there's really nothing to feeling bad and there's nothing really to feeling good. Your choice, but there's really nothing to it. It's nothing to it when you have learned to feel bad and every time you feel bad, it's really easy to do. There's nothing to it. But through so right effort, feel... through right effort, you can in fact change that so that you could feel really good. And when you get into the habit of feeling really good, then there's nothing to it. So I can feel bad if I want to. You can feel bad if you want to, and you can feel good if you want to. Recognize that right now, feeling bad is your default position. Yeah, it really is. I like I have a lot of um, like my heart has felt heavy today and Thursday when I was crying. I don't like that feeling, but there's like well. Things. Did you breathe into it? If you don't like it, that's what we do is we breathe right into it. Why is that? Because that'll start controlling it. But in fact, if it feels heavy on the chest, that is saying, okay, that means you can't breathe. I won't let you. I'm being yeah. heavy for you now. And here you go saying, oh, yes, I can breathe. <gasps> Watch <laughs> me do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it would lessen throughout the day and then come back it would leave come back leave come back i don't like this pattern of things leaving and coming back i don't want them coming back i just want them to leave forever yes i know guess what the world spins can you imagine that the world was not spending that it was laying flat like a pancake i mean there are some people who, believe, people that. who believe that yeah <laughs> flat earthers <laughs> Right. And they have to contort and twist all kinds of reality to get that state. But yeah. the point that we're making is, is that things are on a cycle. All kinds of things are on a cycle. I mean, cicadas are on a cycle. The moon is on a cycle. The sun is on a cycle. They call it solar uh, cycles, sunspots. They're, the earth is on a cycle. Trees are on a cycle. That's why they're called deciduous is because they have rings in there to look at those cycles. Every year, the trees go through cycles. Everything goes through cycles. 
I felt like I had an insight into impermanence, like maybe a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't stick because today I had the heaviness return and leave and return and leave. And I got upset about it. So I don't All understand right. when I meditate. Sometimes I feel like I have insights, but then those insights don't, they don't just translate to, oh, no, my life. They're is not better. going to translate to, but what they Why will you allow you to do is to have that insight again and again and again and again. Okay. Over and over again. I just want one insight and then nothing bad ever happens again. I know. <laughs> and you will make progress as soon as you get over that and recognize that you're going to have to keep putting some effort in it. Happy mm. effort. I don't feel it, like it's happy effort. I mean, sometimes I do, but other well, times if I you do. put happy effort into it, then it's not so bad. But if you put heavy duty effort into it, then oh no, that's too much. I put heavy duty effort into it. I know. I've been watching. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's light effort? What is light happy effort then compared to what I'm doing? Well. Um, partly we're developing the attitude that you can do this and you need a little bit of that. We can call it mojo juice. Then in fact, I did one time, it blew me away when I actually found in the poly this word mojo and it actually means what we think it means today. Wait, really? Yeah, it's a poly word, mojo. Is, is that where it came from? Is that the... I, forget, I don't know. It's just, it may be a coincidence, but it's, it really was funny. It was humorous. It's on some video for years ago. But anyway, mojo, get your mojo going. All right. Yeah. This is where James Brown, remember James Brown. Remember, it's my party. I can cry if I want to. Yeah. Okay. That gives you back the feeling of being in control. It's your party now. Yeah. So you've been feeling out of control all of these years. Yeah. Which Controlled is the victim. By my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been very much in the victim mentality. Still am, though, because I'm wait, you know, wanting everything to go away permanently. Uh-huh. That's what victims do. Champions say, let me add him. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's the attitude that we're going to start developing for all of these negative feelings when they come up. Is, is How do it, I yeah, you, it? Well, we're, do, we start with, it's my party. Okay. It's my party. You're in charge here. Okay. We've got that you know, one. That's okay. our anchor. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to have a pity party? I mean, it's your choice. Yeah, I do like pity parties sometimes. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like them sometimes, but other times I don't like them, and it's still in my head all these unwholesome thoughts, like the potential thing, and that I have to achieve to be happy. That one keeps coming back a lot. Say it again. Like that, I have no potential, but I have to achieve to be happy. Mm-hmm. But I can't achieve, so I'll never be happy. And the next thought is, I'm so lazy. It's my no. The oh. next thought is, it's my party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So maybe it's my party and I can cry if I want to is not a solidly green thought like a Kelly green. It's more like a chartreuse. Or maybe the yellow. <laughs> yeah, but at least it puts the control back. But you're taking control and you're shifting it out of that dark red. Yeah. It is your party. So that's the way that you begin to think that when these really heavy negative thoughts come, wakey, wakey, see them as heavy duty and recognize you can light them right up by saying, it's my party. Do I need to replace the negative thoughts with positive ones? That's what the Buddha recommends in dozens of suttas. 
I don't know sometimes what to change the thoughts to. Well, you can change it to, hey, I don't have to think about that. Okay. Okay. Or, then, and guess what? When you have that thought, you've just changed what it was. Or, aha, uh-huh, I see you, Myra, is already a change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you have the ability to, ch- to have whatever thought you want to have in your mind. And you can get that from someone talking to you. You could get that from uh, things that you see, or they can be things that you just dream up. Yeah. And I, what the yeah. Rec- so what we recommend is to not only to uh, to come out of the heavy dreaming, let's start adding the dreams to reality and wake up into reality, into the things you see, the things you hear. And comment on them, like taking a deep breath and commenting on, well, I'm glad I'm still breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the way you ask the question. I don't know what to change the thoughts into. Now we've got a whole bag full. Right now, there's a big, is, big bag full of new thoughts to have. So whenever emotions come up, it's because I have thoughts that are negative that create them rather than the old emotions coming up for purging. Because there's that concept talked about a lot about how you purge old emotions. Is that not that you're saying, why don't just kill them? What do you mean by the word purge? Like if you cry, you're getting um, maybe negative energy out of yourself or opening up a block. And maybe when you're crying, you're not getting rid of it. You're not purging it. You're just wallowing in it. Purging means to drain the swamp not drown in it. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So we have to look at the word purge here. And the thing that we're doing is, aha, I see you, Mer- Myra, is a kind of a purge. Right uh-huh. then and there. Okay. Okay. In other words, having a bigger pity party is not going to stop pity parties. Okay. That doesn't purge pity parties. It, in fact, gives you uh, uh, even more habit, even grinding it in deeper. Okay, so we have to understand that, yes, we are going to purge, but we're not going to purge anger by getting even more angry. But in fact, that uh, there's a story about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it got started with Fritz Perls. Have you ever heard of Fritz Perls? No. Fritz Perls was in Esalen Institute, and he had a style called Gestalt therapy that he t- used a client and another chair, an empty chair. And the client would have conversations with the empty chair. The last reference that I saw to it was Clint Eastwood in the 2016 uh, election when he actually put Obama in the other chair. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he had his own conversation. But that then eventually led to people taking pillows and bashing the pillow on the floor. And then it ripened all together into encounter groups and encounter therapies. They even invented a um, an industry around it that had to do with boxing gloves and big uh, padded helmets that looked like that you were in a boxing ring and um, uh, batons that were very, very heavily padded and that kind of stuff so that people could have at it with each other. This is back in the 70s. This was during my training years. And what happened was is that they were getting people angry in therapy, trying to purge it out, these people would go home and beat their wives. Oh, great. Oh, great. Exactly. <laughs> Purging again. Yeah. Purged with beating the pillow, and now you go home and actually beat up mommy. 
So and they recognize that's not the right way to go. Purging has got a problem when you're actually overescalating whatever bad feeling that you're talking about, whether it's anger or a pity party or whatever. And so they stopped that kind of therapy. They don't do that anymore. That's 1970s. That's 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And and most Western um, uh, adults in the United States are still living either the 50-year-old psychotherapy or they're just now learning it. But psycho, but the, the, the average human being is way behind what psychotherapy has gotten into now. They're getting into Buddhism. <laughs> Does this mean then that when I'm crying, I should stop it? it no, I didn't habit? say that. We No, enjoying it. it. Okay. Oh, okay. <gasps> That's the whole point is to change the way you're feeling. And the Buddha mentions it most specifically in the Anapanasati Sutta, as well as well-known this quality of sukha. Sukha uh-huh. and dukkha are opposites. Get yourself into a state of sukha, and we can talk ourselves into it. For instance, it's my party, I can cry if I want to, and now we've added just a little bit of joy to that, as mm-hmm. opposed to, oh, poor me. Because the old poor me is, is that it's not really your pity party. You wouldn't choose a pity party if you had a choice about what kind of party you would have. You wouldn't right. have a choice of a pity party. Yeah. So by having that song is my party and I can cry if I want to means I can also change this pity party. I have that choice. But before you didn't feel like that you had a choice. Yeah. I mean, you've got all yeah. of these rules and everything. Yeah, I feel like it happens to me for sure. Mm-hmm. And now you're beginning it, to understand that you're the author of all of this stuff now. It just seems like it's connected to the heaviness in my chest because I it that's feels heavy that I reason tried to breathe. So to, that's a good time right now. Don't just point and talk about heaviness. That's the time to take a deep breath before you even mention it to me. When you feel that heaviness, breathe into it. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a so see that heaviness is not so heavy right now, is it? After just two di- two deep breaths, mm-hmm. it's not as heavy. Yeah. Because now you're not thinking about oh poor me how heavy this is. Now you're thinking about I can take a deep breath and see what happens. Yeah. A new thought. Yeah. Okay. This is it. This is re- waking up to remember to take a deep breath and to look at what we're doing. And, and that's it. Taking the effort to take that deep breath is the same effort that it takes to change your mind. Okay. Yeah, I guess I forget a lot that I can do that. Yeah, you forget it often. So this is why we want to have sati. Yeah, okay. To remember, to remember, to remember, to remember. Because otherwise that uh, negative thought will pop right back in. It's such in the habit of doing that and you have to be there ready for it on guard. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That you can do this. Yeah. You can throw those negative thoughts out. Yeah. Yeah, you can. can. That's it. See, you've already begun to change your attitude from the attitude of a victim. In the early yeah. part of the call, you couldn't do it. Now you're agreeing with me. Yes, you can. So I just need you to tell me this every single moment of the day, and then we'll be good. No, no, but twice, three times a week, maybe, but not every <laughs> minute of the day. <laughs> but then I forget, because it's because it's you reminding me that helps. Uh-huh. So I know yeah. that. I, I know that you have to you have to get a push off. Yeah. That's my job. My happy job is to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. And pretty soon you'll figure out that, hey, you can tell yourself the same thing that Don Morato tells you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and that you can feel good. It's your party. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let us have a James Brown that. party. <laughs> and you can say, I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. I do feel good now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then the next step would be another song, which would be the spreading of that joy, which would be like uh, uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. You know that one? No. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls now. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Joy to you and me. Yes, that's Joy it. Joy to you and me. Right. Okay. okay. So the first one is, it's my party. I can cry if I want to, but now mm -hmm. I feel good because that's the party I'm going to have, and then I can mm -hmm. spread that joy with joy to the world. Okay. Yeah, okay. Did you remember those three little songs? Yeah, it's my party. I feel good. Joy to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of them are empowering. Take your power. We talked about the power last time. You have the power to do this. Yeah, I have the yeah. power to do this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can do this. You I can forget do that this. I can do this a lot, though. And I feel like I don't have permission because I didn't achieve anything. And this uh -huh. pops up so much. And, and when it does, you can pop it right back out. How do you pop it back out? It's my party. I'll cry if I want to. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, take it. That's how when those thoughts come in that you feel out of control, take your control immediately. Okay. Do the breasty. Funny how this little stuff that we're talking about fits so carefully and, and precisely into the teachings of the Buddha. This is what he taught 2,500 years ago. Is to remember to take a deep breath and enjoy the moment that this is your party. Yeah. Okay. So fact that I'm old isn't going to prevent me from doing this? Even no, not so a bit. Because this is not a new trick for an old dog. This, oh, is right. an old, this is an old trick this puppy's been using for years. I mean, don't you remember? Okay. It's my party. You, you can dance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's what you have to remember. It's my party. Got to sing all the way through it. You would cry, too, if it happened to you, and then Whoa! Yeah, we gotta have that whoa <laughs> the at the whoa. end of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just like what, right, just when it happened when you were five years old. That woo yeah. has to come out. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I got this. Okay. Well, you practice that and call me in a couple of days and we'll repeat this again. Okay. Next time okay. I expect to hear from you success instead of poor me. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. We'll see you later. See you. Have fun. It's your party. I will. I will. <laughs>